Hello and welcome back to the Go For Two podcast. I'm Liam, your host, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Patrick. Uh, this is going to be a special mini-ep, really, um, to go through some news and then we're going to record our AFC team needs and free agents pod. So, uh, Patrick, mate, what a crazy, probably three days in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, personally, the NFL needed this week to get back into my life. That's <laughs> a bit so. It's wall-to-wall basketball, with it being college basketball uh, conference tournaments and the NBA's heating up. So uh, yeah, it's, it's come right back into my <laughs> forefront. <so. laughs> I feel like that's like typical as well for the US media, you know, with March Madness coming up. And now I bet ESPN was just littered with QB news for like two days. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. but before that, it was probably all Jokic, Doncic, March Madness, stuff like that. So yeah, I agree. I think the whole, the NFL's... Is back in the news cycle, um, firmly. Uh, I did a mini-pod, a little one, um, with a couple of bits of news um, the other day. Patrick wasn't on that one, so uh, this pod, we're just going to get uh, his thoughts on those moves, and then we've got some other news items that have, uh, have hit since then. Um, let's start with QBs, as always. Most important position in sport. Um, Aaron Rodgers, most annoying story in sport, but uh, I know you're the same as me, that you're glad that it's done. Are you surprised that he's decided to stay in Green Bay, even though, as he keeps tweeting, he hasn't actually signed yet, but he is going to stay? Yeah, it's not surprising at all. I'm just glad he did it early this year. I'm guessing a little bit of pressure based around, you know, Devontae Adams and, and yeah. whatnot. But I, I'm also very happy that... Um, We've had a couple of big trades, QB trades after, so this is not the biggest story of the week now, which I did say to you last night, and I have been punching his pillow at home because he's not the biggest story. But Yeah, yeah, I, think yeah. He, I think he was the biggest story for like 10 minutes, about 15 minutes. Yeah, maybe. 10 minutes. That's great. That just <laughs> made, that warms my soul. But, uh, um, but yeah, he's a huge, huge contract. It's... <coughs> Everything I've listened to this week's now like he's reset the market again. And I'm pretty sure that me and you went through this last year. That you can't help but reset the market all the time, right? For superstar players. So Yeah. I mean, people can be happy. He's guaranteed to come to London now. Yeah. Ticket prices are gonna go up for us. Yeah, availability is gonna be uh, interesting. <laughs> Yeah, but we're like going to have to get media credentials to have a chance of going to that game for the moment. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I did see a lot of uh, NFL UK fans buzzing about that, which I think is pretty cool, especially if you're a Packers fan. You probably Some people have never seen him play live, I imagine, if you've never managed to, to get over to Green Bay. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, in terms of the team, firm NFC favourites for me with him at QB, with how many QBs have left the conference <laughs> right now, but... Um, yeah, I agree with you what you said first. It was definitely pressurised around the Devontae Adams decision because, um, like we said, you may as well trade Adams if you're going to have to go Jordan Love and rebuild because the cap situation would, would not be good. If, if Rodgers retired as well, that cap was actually going to get worse because they had to pay him more money for for signing bonus. So, yeah, I think overall it's a great thing for the Packers. Uh, I know we're not as high on Rodgers off the field anymore <laughs> than maybe we used to be, but um, I think on the field... Uh, it's still going to be pretty cool to see him play. In terms of the deal, he's still saying that's not the deal that he's going to sign, that the terms are wrong. But uh, I imagine whatever deal he signs will still be probably the highest paid QB. Whether it's for four years, maybe two years instead, we'll see. But I think he'll probably reset the market regardless. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's probably just uh, pennies that's wrong and he just wants to be correct <laughs> down to the exact uh, cent. Yeah, yeah. It was quite funny that he let his friend Pat McAfee... Uh, 
break it first. That was quite cool. I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but I do like Pat McAfee. So it was pretty fun to see him uh, beat Rap Sheet to the scoop. I quite quite enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, about 45 minutes, I think, officially, after that was announced, there was a huge, huge trade. Um, probably for me, I know Rodgers is big news, but I think we both expected him to stay. So arguably, I think this is actually bigger news. Uh, and that is the Russell Wilson trade. So I spoke about it in the mini pod, but for anyone who hasn't listened, I'll, I'll read the terms out again. Um, the Broncos got Russell Wilson and a four, random fourth round pick for this year. Uh, Seahawks got two first rounds, one of which is the ninth pick this year. They got two second rounds, a fifth round, the mighty Drew Locke, best dancer in the NFL. Uh, Shelby Harris, um, who thinks defensive tackle, and then Noah Fant, the tight end. So... I've already spoken a lot about this one, so uh, take it over, mate. What, what are your thoughts, I guess? Go from the Broncos side first and then, and then maybe Seattle. Broncos, uh, I absolutely love it because, mate, you've got to take a swing. Yeah, that division now is taken over. Obviously, you've got the Chiefs and Mahomes are going to be there every season, but you've also got Justin Herbert and the Chargers and the you know, and Staley and all the hype that they've got around them. Also, the Raiders are a pretty solid team. They're going to be around 500, you know, each year if they keep car. If that's another story down the line, but <laughs> I love, I, I love the the swing. To be honest with you, and for me, the price is not that bad. It's very rare that when you get these big trades in the NFL that they include players as well. Yeah, that's so, like an NBA thing normally, isn't it? Yeah, it's always, always NBA. It's never really in the NFL. So it, obviously that kind of takes some cap away there. I don't think any of those players, I mean, you've got to take Drew Block out of the equation, but <laughs> I don't think missing Fan or Shelby Harris is going to dramatically change the fortunes of the Broncos. Now you've got Russell Wilson. You know, Fant, I know he's like the tight end one at the Broncos, but he's... For me, you know, he's just another part of this trade. I'd much rather have a top 10, top 8, top 6 maybe quarterback in Russell Wilson and take your swings in that division. Yeah, I absolutely love it for the Broncos. Yeah, when it got announced, um, it got announced as players, didn't it? As it just said, the word players are involved. Um, And I thought it was going to be Pat Sertain, to be fair. And I think that would have been a much better trade. If you take out Fant and put in... Certain, even though they're both first round picks, I think for what the Seahawks need and the position they're in, obviously how early Certain is in that contract, I thought that'd been a better deal. But clearly they couldn't quite get that deal. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Got to take a swing. Uh, they, I, the thing with the Broncos is they need QB for ages, but they haven't really taken swings, have they? It's like a second round pick. It's Teddy Bridgewater. It's uh, Simeon, is it before that? I just think a lot of people said, oh, they keep trying at QB, but they keep getting it wrong. I don't think they really tried <laughs> before. Not very hard. Not like all these other teams, like the Colts we're talking about in a minute, who who do try. Not saying they get it right, but at least they try every year. Um, whereas I do think now that they've put a real big effort in. Uh, their roster's okay. I looked at the roster after, thinking it was better than it was. But their D-line and O-line is not, is not great. And they've lost. They can't. Well, they've got two-thirds and two-fours, basically, and about 18 million cap space to try and solve those issues. And we know that Russell Wilson does need a good offensive line. So I think my focus now would be on the O-line just to try and kind of stabilise the rest of the team. From a Seattle point of view, I said in the mini pod, I wouldn't have done the trade. Uh, I would have. I don't care that it's in the, in the same conference. I would have traded into the commanders for three first-round picks instead of two. 
But would have Wilson have then waived his no trade clause? We're, we're not sure. That, it wasn't accepted, so we'll never know. But um, yeah, I think Seahawks firmly lose the trade for me. What do you think they do now? There's been a lot of rumours about um, uh, Sean Watson in Seattle. I, I read this morning. Yeah, that would certainly be interesting and would cost you all the capital that you've just traded for. Right. Yeah. So uh, I personally would not do that if I'm a part of the Seahawks. I just think, uh, the, you know what? You know what my big problem is because I got the trade up just as it was coming on. The Jamal Adams trade, right? Oh, God. <laughs> looks even worse now. This has got nothing to do with Jamal Adams, but that trade looks even worse because obviously you've traded for a 22 this year first. They've got the ninth pick. That's still the only first-round pick that they've got. They've got no extra ammunition apart from the one next year. Yeah, you've got the twos in there as well, but it's not a first-round pick when you've got next year when there's top-tier college quarterbacks coming out, that you need that ammunition to get there. I would not go Deshaun Watson. I don't think the roster is built to win now. If you're going to get Deshaun Watson, whatever his ridiculous legal problems are going to be, or whether that's just going to go away or what. Yeah. I don't he's, he's, in court today as, he's in court today as well, as we record. To, about the, about oh, really? As well. Yeah, he's, 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 he's facing a grand jury today. And that could last a week or two to decide whether it goes to court for a criminal case. So, yeah, I don't think I'd be making any moves in that direction if I was the Seahawks for a while. Um, we both said that we wouldn't trade for him at all, but uh, NFL teams haven't quite got the same morals as NFL fans <laughs> at times. But, yeah, we'll see. I think Seattle are a weird one. They got. Um, I think they should trade DK Metcalf now. If they're not going for a good QB, uh, this is last year, then you're going to have to pay him a huge extension. And who's going to throw him the ball if you don't get a good QB this year? If you think you're going to get a good QB, or you're going to pick one at nine, then yeah, keep him because you want your young QB or veteran QB to have some weapons. But if you're just going to go for some terrible backup for a year, uh, I think they should trade DK Metcalf, but we'll see. Uh, do you think they'll go QB at nine, or are they going to go for some sort of, not Watson necessarily, but some sort of vet? What would you think with, uh, with who's the coach and GM there? Well, the thing is, you're sat at nine, so... Mally Willis, right? You know, you know, I don't know whether I've ever said it on the pod before. I can't stand the combine, right? It does not impress me at all. But <laughs> Mally Willis has come out of that, right, as the QB1. So it looks like the sixth pick at the Panthers looks ripe for him being picked. So what do you get then at nine? I feel like you're forcing it. Yeah. So, well, I think Pickett still could go to the Panthers, like we said, with the connection he's got. Yeah, yeah. To, to coach. I, I, I think, I can see that, yeah. But I don't think I would take Pickett at nine. So I think if Willis is gone, then yeah, maybe move on and just try and take Ridder if he's there at 41. Because that's the pick they've got, pick 41. But yeah, we'll see. Aside from that, it's got to be what? I don't know. Jimmy G, Mitch Trubisky, my boy Kirk Cousins. But I wouldn't do that either with the Drew Lock. <laughs> if Drew Lock starts for this team, <laughs> Seattle fans have got ever the right to, to, to move teams. Just pick a brand new team because... You can't watch Drew Lock. Trust me, I've watched the play, teams play against him, and I felt sorry for Broncos fans. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, quick note: we didn't actually in the rundown, but um, Bobby Wagner as well. Uh, same day as this trade, Seattle let him go. They saved seventeen point five million on the cap. Um, first ballot Hall of Fame, you think, and one of the best Seattle players of all time? Yeah, I don't see how he's outside of the top three of 
Seahawks of all time, uh, alongside his uh, dearly departed friend Russell Wilson. <laughs> God. Those de- that defense hated him, didn't they? That defense hated Russell Wilson. Yep. <laughs> like no, have you noticed? No player, Metcalf, Lockett, um, Sherman, Wagner, KJ Wright. No one's tweeted or like sent any message of support to Russell Wilson. It's weird. He must just be really disliked in the locker room. Yeah, it seems like a bit of an odd character, doesn't it? But kind of, we're not in there, are we? So we don't. No, Mister Unlimited has not got unlimited support from his uh, <laughs> from his teammates. But yeah, um, Bobby Wagner. I think whoever he signs for is going to be a very lucky team because he'll probably take a team friendly deal because he's still going to get paid like five mil just from Seattle, I believe. So um, yeah, great player, one of the best. Glad he got a ring. Probably should have got more, but. Um, fortunately, the NFL is not kind when it comes to, to Super Bowl rings. Um, next deal, then we had a bigger and a bigger trade in some people's <laughs> eyes because it involves the best QB to come out of the NFC East for a long time. Uh, we've got the Carson Wentz trade. Um, first of all, when you saw, I'll read the thing out, and then I want to know your views. When you saw it, did you laugh as an Eagles fan, or, or what did you think? But um, so Colts get. Uh, from the Commanders as well, by the way. We're going to keep saying Commanders till Patrick realises that's their name. You are. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> so Colts, Colts get a 2022 third-round pick, a 2023 third-round pick that can become a second-round pick if Carson Wentz plays 70% of the snaps, which is eerie similar to uh, to last year. Um, the Commanders get Carson Wentz and then a 2020 second-round pick. So they're basically swapping picks, which is like nine nine-pick difference. Uh, as an Eagles fan, when you saw this, what were your thoughts then? Thinking back to your your trade with the Colts, I honestly couldn't believe it that that <laughs> is obviously stories come out, isn't it? Washington three firsts for Wilson, and that's not happened, obviously. But then for them to go go straight in and go the well a day later, a day or two later, and go straight in for Wentz, it seems strange to me when there is. Others available. Maybe the price is, you know, we don't know what's going on, do we? But maybe the price of Jimmy G was too high or something like that. But for me, you could go and get a a Jameis in free agency and just take a swing for a year with that rather than giving up kind of any capital yeah. for when it's really strange. And the reaction of Washington fans online has not been good at all. I've barely seen any kind of like positive reaction yeah no i agree it's so similar to the deal from last year isn't it just basically uh it's a round difference so it's almost like colts swap a first round pick for a second round pick just to, to have one year of wins so they did okay in the end recouping that value i can't believe that washington paid it um and also they're taking on his whole contract <laughs> so it's like 25 million, I think, he costs for this year. Yeah, 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 taking it all on, yeah. Yeah, and 23 for next. Um, so it would not shock me if in 12 months we're saying about how the Carolina Panthers have traded a fourth-round pick for Carson Wentz from the Commanders. But, yeah, we'll see. Uh, does this make any difference at all to Washington and their chances of winning a division? Because it is an upgrade for me on Heineke, for, in my opinion. It's not a big upgrade, yeah. but it's an upgrade. It, it is an upgrade. I think the problem is like the, the the media view and the fans view now of Wentz is completely finished, right? Yeah, so sure. it's he it, it is still 
serviceable at times. I mean, obviously, the Jags game at the end of the season is going to be long-lasting <laughs> in Colts' law, isn't it? So, yeah. I mean, they haven't even got a backup plan in place yet, yeah. have they? I mean, it's not like oh, they were going to straight in for Jimmy G trade. That's not really gone down, has it, coming some over 24 hours later? So, yeah, they just obviously wanted to get him off the books. I do think it's an upgrade on Heineke, but then therein lies the problem for Washington, right? So he's not going to be a long-term answer, is he? So obviously they think that they can win. They think they can come in and win the East, right? So if you do it, you're getting the bridge quarterback, you think you've got the defence, you think you've got some weapons, you've got the 11th pick in this year's draft, you think you can win. I just don't think that that's realistic. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I just don't think that that is realistic, that you can win the division and even if you do win the division if the Cowboys take a step back which they might do this year with the weapons probably going to be lesser still mean that okay you get through the east you're probably going to be one and done in the playoffs like oh yeah Carson Wentz won the playoff game you know so it's uh, it's very strange for me it's <clears throat> giving up that capital so like you know the old you know so the old the old um Dolphins coach and Cowboys coach Jimmy Johnson had he like created the trade chart like that was used for a number of years not used so much anymore but Bill Barnwell tweeted out that that trade was worth the 36th pick in the draft (laughs) Jimmy Johnson's old trade value chart so you're giving up a decent pick there yeah, overall, I agree. Far too much yeah, as well when you, when you look. But, yeah, it, it's a strange one. I don't know if you saw the athletic piece as well. Um, did indeed, yes. Yeah, where Frank Reich apologised to, to, to the ownership um, for making this decision. Um, Wentz was begging to speak to the owner to get his job back. The locker room apparently didn't like Carson Wentz. And, uh, yeah, uh, not, not good, not good. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. In terms of the Colts then, uh, they've now got $71 million in cap space, the most of any team. They always seem to have the most of any team, but will they actually do anything? Uh, there was rumours straight after the trade they are heavily interested in Jimmy G. They are heavily interested in Derek Carr. Um, it seems like Cousins is staying, but if I was them, I, with that space, I would call Cousins. You're one of the only teams that can afford it, and I think you would win the division with Cousins. But it looks like Jimmy G more likely, or Carr, or another option that we haven't heard of, whether that's Jameis, like you said, or Trubisky, or whoever. Uh, any thoughts on who you think they're going to get? Does it all point to Jimmy G for a second round pick, probably? Yeah, it kind of looks that way, doesn't it? But with the with the kind of the Wentz trade going down like that, does that mean that Jimmy G's price goes kind of up a little bit more than a second? Maybe I want a fourth chicken in there as well because he. There's a guy who's gone deep in the playoffs twice, right? Yeah. So that's exactly what I said in the group chat. I said the Colts may have accidentally, by getting such a good trade for Wentz, cost themselves quite a bit for Jimmy G now because you ain't sending a second. Well, if you can't just send just a second for Jimmy, if it's basically a second for Wentz, can you? Like Jimmy G is a lot no. better. No, there's absolutely no way that you're just going to get him for one pick now. Yeah. That seems to be who I think that. That's who I think they're going to get, in my opinion. And whether that's the best outcome or not, uh, I still think Jameis is probably better for twelve million on one year than Jimmy G on a trade. But 
I think it does point to Jimmy G, but we'll see how much they have to give up. 49ers are probably going to ask for more, like we just said, so that's probably the sticking point. But yeah, interesting. Some QB movement is always exciting, isn't it, in the NFL? Looks like Derek yeah, Carr, they, they want, apparently they want Derek Carr, but um, all signs point to Raiders not wanting to trade Derek Carr. Yeah, and then what do you give up for Carr? That's, that would be an interesting conversation. I think it'd be a first for Carr. Yeah, the problem is that's then moving to next year, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll probably we've got the AFC pod coming up later, so we'll we'll see. But I would be trading Carr as well now because those three quarterbacks in your division, uh, I, I don't think I'd be keeping Carr, but it seems like they are. Um, let's move away from QBs. Then we've got some wide receiver news. First of all, very sad news. Uh, Calvin Ridley has been banned from the NFL for at least a season. Uh, he gambled on some games in a five-day period in I think it was over Thanksgiving around that time in November. Um, he bet on. Three team parlays, five team parlays, or accumulators if you're English. Uh, eight team accumulators slash parlays. $1,500 total, but obviously the rules are you can't bet in the NFL. What are your thoughts on this? Because my just general thought is just terrible for his career, but I don't think it's undeserved, to be honest. Yeah, it's bad for his career, isn't it? And it does. On the flip side of everyone talking about what he's done and whatnot, I just thought to myself, I actually saw a tweet and thought that nailed it on his head. Why have you not just got a friend to be putting these bets on for you? Which I'm sure that the rest of the NFL do. Do you know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> why are you actually doing that yourself? He obviously is not, not malicious what he's doing. It's not a malicious act, is it? But, you know, it's no. it's against the rules and it's kind of just dumb that you've done that. So yeah, it's a shame for him, obviously, because he had the issues in the season that's caused him to miss half of the season. So now that's turned into almost two years, hasn't it? So see what happens with him when he comes back. I'd imagine he's not ever going to play for the Falcons again. So no, and I also probably think they've lost complete value on him as well. No, so the value was, yeah. I mean, if you if you wanted to trade for Ridley, now's the time to do it, isn't it, for, for future use? But, yeah, yeah. So overall, he bet $1,500 and he lost $11.1 million on his contract. But there's rumours that, um, well, not rumours, but there's discussions that he'll probably appeal it, but also uh, the NFLPA will still talk about the contract because that is obviously it. No one's been done for betting since the new um, CBA's in. So there's rumours that, yes, he might not make $11 million this year, but if the Falcons choose to keep him next year, his contract would just restart from that point. So he could potentially play for six years for the Falcons on a five-year deal. That is one of the rumours, but I agree with you. I think he'll get traded or released anyway, so it may be a bit of a, uh, a bit of a mute point. Uh, two more wide receivers then. This will just touch on these quickly. Uh, Amari Cooper and Jarvis Landry. seems like both teams are trying to trade them, um, but local beat reporters and national reporters um, have both said this week that teams are not really interested and a cut is more likely, so... Um, pretty exciting to get these two level of players added to the free agent pool if it happens before Monday. Yeah, I mean, my God, Amari Cooper as a free agent, that is very exciting. Not only as an Eagles fan because the Cowboys lose a great player, but <laughs> just overall the league, it's good, exciting to see some kind of like movement. And yeah, Jarvis Landry, I think, would be a real interesting player for a team that thinks that they can go deep in the playoffs as maybe like a third option a wide receiver I think that's his best slot now on a good team that's not going to rely too heavily on him to make big plays so. I think he's a, I think he's a wide if he's a wide receiver three he's the best wide receiver three in the NFL isn't he I think yeah, sure. yeah absolutely yeah 
Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of Mario Cooper to the Eagles chat, which I find quite funny. But we'll uh, we'll see if that happens. I'm sure you'd be happy if it does. Yeah, absolutely. I just can't see that happening, though, to be honest. Uh, franchise tags, then. Um, again, I'll just read them out and you give me your view. So Packers do tag Devontae Adams. Bucks tag Chris Godwin. Dolphins tag Kaseki, Browns tag Njoku. Cowboys tag Dalton Schultz. Chiefs tag Orlando Brown Jr. Jaguars tag Cam Robinson. And the Bengals tag Jesse Bates. Uh, just want to get your kind of most surprising tag and then your least surprising that you think just, oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think uh, I did say last week Godwin was going to get tagged. So. Yeah, true. Him and alongside Orlando Brown doesn't uh, surprise me at all. The one that did quite surprise me a little bit was um, Gesicki. The Dolphins They'd probably try and work out a long-term deal there, but yeah, he's a strange fit for uh, for that offense because he doesn't block at all, does he? And uh, Mike McDaniel is going to play the Shanahan offense, which does require a lot of blocking from tight ends. So we'll see. I did think that was a bit of an odd one. Uh, and for me, Cam Robinson was odd as well, just because of the first pick in the draft. And I think all signs point to Aiden Hutchinson now, don't they? After, Because they've got already got um, Walker Little and Juwan, uh, was it Juwan James, uh, right tackle. And now they've got Cameron's and left tackle. So for me, it sounds like Hutchinson could be the first pick in the draft. Yeah, it looks that way, doesn't it? So interesting. And I have a bet on him, uh, uh, 10 to 1. So we're very happy if that happens. 10 to 1 is not bad. Yeah, I got me and my friend Jack got 10 to 1, 3 to 1 as well. So... Um, we'll, we'll be happy with that. Uh, I want Iki Aquanu, I got at 54 to 1. So <laughs> so I kind of was hoping Iki would get it, but I don't think that's going to happen now. Um, two extensions then, two players that everyone thought was going to get tagged, they didn't, and then literally hours, within five hours after the tag deadline, they had new contracts. Uh, Chargers re-signed Mike Williams on a three-year $60 million deal, $40 million guaranteed, and $28 million in year one. Uh, and then Harold Landry as well from the, from the Titans. But uh, let's touch on Mike Williams first. I think that's a good deal for him. Yeah, absolutely. Three years, 60, it's okay. I think really underrated player. I think it's un- important for the Chargers bring that back alongside Keenan Allen, just get your weapons back in there. He had a strange second half to the season, though, did Mike Williams, didn't he? He was, he was explosive in the first half, but kind of lost his weight in the second half. As did the Chargers a little bit. So, yeah, expectations will be high again going into yeah. the season, won't it? Yeah, they got two top six paid wide receivers now. So, yeah, they'd be expecting big things. Uh, the Landry's deal for the Titans, five-year, $87.5 million. Um, Bit of a strange fit just because he's not an amazing pass rusher at 1v1, but um, he does a lot of things for the Titans' defense in, in run defense and pass coverage as well. So he's kind of more important to them than I think he is to most teams if he hit the, the market. But, yeah, five years, 87 and a half. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, I was kind of hoping he would... Uh hit the free agency market to be honest but uh, yeah Titans have locked him up haven't they yeah like you said it's uh, more maybe more important to that scheme at that price than it would be to someone else so yeah, it makes sense for him doesn't it he's only 25 as well so yeah and he'll be up at 30 he'll be open at 30 years of age he can still get a decent deal when he's finished yeah Landry and Williams are both 30 actually when these deals finish so they'll be hoping to get another another big payday but yeah I think it makes perfect perfect sense for the, for the Titans and the Chargers as well. Uh, nice cool that is our our roundup of uh, of NFL news. Um remember to go follow us at go for two pod plan is we're going to do our AFC team needs podcast next which should probably come out on Friday uh, and then Monday we've got free agency so yeah. Uh, we'll speak to you soon guys. Yeah speak to you soon.